This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Getting close to the end of the year, a good time to think about your personal finances. What kind of moves could you make before the calendar year flips over? Got a great guy to talk about it. Jamie Gollumbeck, Managing Director of Tax and Estate Planning for CIBC in Toronto. Jamie, thanks for taking the time. Pleasure. Okay, first of all, let's talk about when your your tax return is due, like in the new year. When do you got to file your taxes by? Well, the good news is you don't have to file it until the end of April for most people. If you've got self-employment income, either you or your spouse or partner, you actually have until June the 15th. So lots of time to actually file the return. But, of course, any planning that you want to do for 2019 has got to be done in the next two weeks. It's too late to do it when you file your return. Right. And... If let's say you're expecting to get a uh, a refund, does it make sense? This is skipping into the new year for just a second. Does it make sense to file your tax return early, as early as possible, in order to get your your clause on your refund? Does that make sense? I would. Th- yeah, I would say normally it does make sense. Obviously, you want to get your money back as soon as possible. But I just be caution you, uh, but don't file before you make sure you have all your all your slips, because that's can right. be an issue for some investors that have you know some mutual funds and they've got uh, investment accounts and they're getting slips in the mail. Um, those slips don't necessarily all have to be sent to you. Some by the end of February, some by the end of March. So as long as you know what you have and look at last year's and see what should be coming in. In fact, you can go online and see many of the slips electronically, even through the CRA feature, but just make sure that if you're going to file early, which is usually sort of late February, early March, just make sure you've got all the slips so you don't have problems later on that you've missed something. Okay, two weeks to go in the calendar year, as you mentioned, so let's talk about stuff that maybe people should be thinking about doing right now. So let's talk about, well, your RSP, so your retirement savings. uh, Is there any advantage to making an RSP contribution before the end of the calendar year? In most situations, no, other than the fact, of course, that the money will grow tax-free a little bit longer. Uh, at the end of the day, RSP room carries forward from year to year. We have the normal deadline, which is 60 days after the end of the year. So March 1st is your sort of typical RSP deadline. So there really really is no rush uh, to make that RSP contribution by December 31st because you do have that time uh, until March 1st. And think, in fact, this year you've got the extra day, March 2nd, because March 1st falls on a, on a Sunday in 2020. So you've got okay. that extra time make that contribution and still claim deduction on your 2019 return. Okay, does tax-free savings account, does that work the same way too? Exactly the same. So again, there's no limit in terms of the length of time you can carry forward your unused TFSA room. So obviously we say if you've got money lying around in a non-registered account uh, sitting around at the bank, why not just make that TFSA contribution as soon as possible? Certainly no rush, certainly no deadline. You can do that at any time and any amount that you don't use can be carried forward to any future year. Okay, how about if you've got a registered education savings plan? I got two boys in high school. They're planning to go to university. I got an RESP. I really wish I had put more money into it. That's probably a common lament for a lot of parents out there. But is there any sort of, is there an end of, end of the year deadline for an RESP contribution? Well, ideally, you're trying to make the minimum amount every year to get you the maximum grant. So right now, if you yeah. can afford to put in up to $2,500 a year 
for each child in an RESP, you're going to get a 20% grant. So that's an additional $500 per year. Now, again, if you miss a year, you can always catch up. Uh, the maximum you can catch up in any one year, though, is sort of two years' worth because they're not going to give you more than $1,000 in grants. So our advice is if you've got the cash and you haven't yet done an RESP contribution for 2019, you probably want to do that by the end of the year to get that 20% or $500 grant for each child in the RESP. Okay, it's a good program, right? It's like free money. Oh, it's free money. I tell everybody, where can you get a guaranteed rate of return of 20% on yeah. the first $2,500 a year that you contribute? And I think it's a great, great program. Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's talk about a few other ones, Jamie. How about if you have someone in your family with a disability and you're making renovations in your home for accessibility? Is there any kind of end yeah, of year? Is- Go ahead. It's a fairly new one. So a few years ago, they introduced the Home Accessibility Tax Credit, uh, which allows you, uh, either for someone uh, who's a senior or someone eligible for disability credit, to spend up to $10,000 of renovation and get a 15% credit on their tax credit. Now, that resets every calendar year. So if you're thinking of doing some of those renovations and you do it before the end of the year and you can do it 10000 this year, another 10000 next year, something to consider in the last couple of weeks of the year. How about a charitable contribution? If you want that to, if you want to claim that in your taxes in the spring, do you got to make the charitable contribution before the end of the calendar year? That's absolutely right. So charitable contributions are one of the things that have to be done by midnight on December 31st. The good news is that it's so easy to do right now online. You know, most charities have an online giving site. You can go online right up till midnight on December 31st on New Year's Eve, make that donation, and often that receipt will be emailed to you, which means that you can use that when you file your 2019 tax return. Okay, what else jumps out at you, Jamie, for top of your list of uh, tips for end of year? Anything else? Yeah, I think the big one that we often talk to investors about is tax loss selling. So if you've got some stocks that have gone down in value, and of course the markets have been on a on a great run in the last decade or so, but maybe you bought some of those cannabis stocks and they're down. Oh. Uh, some of them are down 50%, 80% in the last year. Uh, it might be an opportunity to take those losses, and of course those losses can then be used to offset any other capital gains that you had this year. You can even carry back three calendar years to get a refund of taxes you paid on those capital gains. So again, that opportunity to do that tax loss selling, the deadline for that is December the 27th to make sure that that trade settles by the end of December 31st. So you got about 10 days left to do that that tax loss selling. How about medical expenses? If you got family medical expenses, how does that work? Well, we often tell families to pool all their medical expenses together. So if you've got a spouse or a partner and you've got children, you put them all on one tax return. That's because there's a sort of 3% net income test, uh, minimum amount of, ch- of uh, expenses before you can claim the credit. Uh, you can actually choose any 12-month period that ended in a particular year. So again, there may be some flexibility there depending on when the big medical expenses were uh, to claim those expenses. Of course, they have to be paid. So in other words, if you've got a big expense that's coming up, if you want to pay that uh, now and say in 2019 because it's a current expense, you'd of course be able to claim that when you file your 2019 return. You wait until January or later, 2020, you have to wait a full another year to be able to claim that medical expense. Jamie, some great tips there. You got a website or something people can check check out? Oh, absolutely. I have a website, jamiegollenbeck.com, and of course, all of our tax advice is available as well on cibc.com. 
Jamie, thanks for taking the time. Always a pleasure. Thank you. All right, that's Jamie Gollum back from CIBC. He's a tax uh, planning expert there with some end-of-the-year tax